0: and I hope you listen carefully and see how they fit with each other. First, John 5.24 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. That verse clearly says that when you receive the message of the gospel and believe on Jesus, you have everlasting life. Now listen to 1 Timothy 6.12. Fight the good fight of faith. "...lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses." John 5.24 says that the believer already has eternal life. 1 Timothy 6.12 says that the believer has to lay hold on eternal life. Listen to two more passages. First, Romans 4.7-8, saying, "...blessed are they whose iniquities are forgiven, and whose sins are covered." Blessed is the man to whom the Lord will not impute sin. This verse is in the context of telling us that we are saved by faith, not by works. It's clearly telling us that when we put our faith in Christ, our sins are forgiven, and our future sins will not be charged against us. But then there's this very well-known verse, 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is indisputably written to believers. So Romans says the believer's sins are covered. First John says that the believer needs to confess his sins so that his sins will be forgiven. One more set of passages, Romans 6.2. God forbid, how shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Believers are dead to sin. Then Colossians 3.5 says, mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. The word mortify means kill, put to death. And then the verse goes on to list a bunch of sins that we're supposed to put to death. So Romans 6, 2 says that believers are dead to sin. And Colossians 3, 5 says that believers are supposed to put sin to death. Let's summarize these three comparisons. First, believers have eternal life yet they're supposed to lay hold of eternal life. Second, believers have been forgiven of all their sins, yet they're still supposed to confess their sins so they will be forgiven of them. And third, believers are dead to sin, but they're instructed to put their sins to death. What's the explanation for these differences? There is a concept that it is vital for every believer to strive to comprehend, and that is the difference between your eternal position and your daily condition. Until you begin to understand the difference between your eternal position and your daily condition, these passages and many others will cause you to be confused. Your eternal position is what God did to you, in you, and for you the moment you put your faith in Jesus Christ for salvation. At the moment of your justification, your status, your standing, your position in the sight of God changed forever through jesus your position is fixed it's unchanging it's immovable it's eternal but working in tandem with the fact of your position is the fact of your condition as long as you live on this earth you still have your old sinful selfish nature that cannot please god that's driven by fleshly appetites that still gets you into trouble day to day you still live in a sin-cursed world You're still surrounded by enticement and temptation, and as a result, you constantly make decisions that cause your daily condition to be very different than your eternal position. Your position in Christ is what guarantees that you are going to heaven. Your condition is what determines how you'll be rewarded in heaven. Your eternal position will never change. Your condition changes constantly, day by day. Even moment by moment, as you read through the 21 epistles, you can recognize the difference between the things that describe your position and the things that pertain to your condition by noticing one simple factor. If a verse is speaking of something that is already done, it's talking about your position. If it's telling you something that the believer needs to do, it's referring to your condition. There are numerous passages that contrast your eternal position and your daily condition. I gave you a few already. Here's one more: Romans eight one. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. That says that believers are in Christ. Colossians two six says, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. Our position is in Christ. But to keep our condition consistent with our position, we need to walk in Christ. The challenges and struggles of living the Christian life do not have to do with your eternal position. That's settled forever. Praise God. The challenges, the battles all have to do with your daily condition. Christian, your eternal position is settled. God wants to help you reach your potential in your daily condition Stay the course We pray that today's program Was a blessing to you If you have any questions or comments We'd love to hear from you You can email us at Staythecourse at nbcdanberry.org. God bless you So dear Christians Stay the course God's promise is yours We shall read